my God, the Big Sis Pod is back and I couldn't be any happier about it. This year, we have become a weekly podcast. So that means we're going to be talking more about relationships, following your career dreams and always knowing your own worth. It's time to get our lives back on track, to lift our own vibrations up and to remember to always treat others with kindness, even if you share a different opinion. I'm Kaz, your host. This week I spoke with Doug Peacock, my energy healer, about mirror work. You know when you go into a dark room and you turn the light on, the darkness just goes, right? The same with this. When you have an awareness of the anger inside of you or the control inside of you and you so turn the light switch on or you bring your awareness to it and you shine on it, it begins to make it let go and then you can see the truth of what's actually going on underneath. I'm so excited to introduce you to my very own intuitive healer and coach, Douglas Peacock. Now, I've been working with him for pretty much three years already and I come and see him probably monthly, just to do a nice little energy clear out and, you know, make sure nothing's blocking me from being the best person that I can be. So I'm introducing you to the podcast. Welcome and thank you so much for your time. Thank you and blessings. Oh, it's so good to have you. And just for our audience to know, I just wanted to also let you know, if you do love listening to our chats with Doug, that he's going to be one of our regulars on. So every few months you can hear his wisdom and you won't want to miss it. So today we're actually going to be talking about mirror work and there's actually five different areas, but we're just going to cover off three different ones today around mirror work. So we're going to be talking about energy and what pops up for us and maybe why. So let's start straight away into that, Doug, with maybe the first area that would pop up for people when we're looking into mirror work. Okay, thank you. And why the mirror work is so important too, because it shows up in our life every day. And, you know, you may not be uh, consciously aware of what's going on, but when you recognise it and you, you have the awareness that, oh, this is just a mirror, it can really help you to make your life more peaceful and make your life understand on what's going on. And one of the things that we look at is the first mirror is the, the mirror of in the moment. And what this reflection is about, this is the reflection where the universe is showing things back to you that's going on in your life in the moment. And like, you know, you could be feeling, say, angry or controlling inside, you know, and you're just off balance. You've got that resistance there inside of you. And you keep banging into people or you're coming up across people that are controlling or angry. Like you go into the shops to buy something and there's someone shorting out and sort of like, being aggressive to you and you're going what the heck's going on and what the universe is showing you here is the energy in the moment of being anger and when we recognize it and you go oh got it you'll find those people will leave your reality they're no longer going to keep coming in because you've now got an awareness that hey maybe I'm being angry and you know may not be being angry externally or controlling externally, but you could be doing it to yourself internally. And this is where we have these internal abusing ourselves and things like that. You know, through awareness, 
I want you to be aware by just having an awareness of it, you automatically already start the change. And what I mean by this is, you know when you go into a dark room and you turn the light on, the darkness just goes, right? The same with this. When you have an awareness of the anger inside of you or the control inside of you and you so turn the light switch on or you bring your awareness to it and you shine on it, it begins to make it let go and then you can see the truth of what's actually going on underneath. So that's the mirror in the moment and that's the first one that people tend to get going on and you'll tend to see it in your life. You, know, you can be driving along in the car and all of a sudden you get an aggressive type people coming around you go, well, geez, why is that happening? Or, you know, it can be at work or some family member. Family's great to help you out in those areas. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> <laughs> They're also like that. <laughs> we chose them, though. We've got to remember that. <laughs> yeah. And even animals can do it, you know. They can be, you know, like your cats. They can be controlling, you know. If they, you go and want them to do something and they just won't listen. And you go, oh, man, what's going on here? And then you realise how controlling you've been. And it's not just anger and controlling. It's the other emotions too, you know, like your, your sadness and your depression and your anxiety and overwhelm and all those sorts of things that get showing up. Okay? So then the second one is the mirror of what we judge. And this one's more subtler. Because, you know, like you could look at someone being angry and you go, well, I'm not angry, so it's not the mirror in the moment. But when it's the mirror of what we judge, this is where you uh, go somewhere and, you know, you might look at some uh, people doing a certain job and, and you've got a, a judgment about what you think of them. And, and we've all done it oh, to do. some degree, like... <laughs> It's almost in your human DNA, isn't it? Oh, we do. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's so hard case. And, and I see it all the time. And I even watch this mirror pop up in me and I watch this little judgment or this <laughs> criticism jump up on me. Like, oh, you're doing it, Doug. Come on, what's going on? And we know better, but yeah. it still pops up. Yeah. And so it's not to shame yourself that you got this mirror. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it. And, you know, like I've had lots of clients come to me and they couldn't work out why. And one client in particular, they had a property that they were renting out to people. And their judgment of the people that they were renting from them, she hadn't judgment on them. And then so the people kept leaving because of what she thought that they were like. And, and I says, but they are giving you income, you know, you're getting your rental property out. And then we dug into it deeper and she realised that she had a belief going inside unconsciously of a judgement of them not being good enough to be able to own their own home. And that was hurting her. Interesting. Yeah, and it's amazing how it pays out. And you can watch it where you see people and you go in to be around people. It could be just like people at work. And you've got a judgment of leadership or management. And all of a sudden your management starts getting in your face and you're going, why are they being mean to me? What's going on? But what you've got is the mirror of your judgment onto them. And so what they reflect back to you is where and how you are judging them. So if you're thinking that they think they know it all and that, then they'll be know-it-alls to you. Is this a jealousy thing often? It can be. Yeah, it definitely can be. And so 
when we become aware of this, much like in mirror one, you turn the light on and then all of a sudden it can begin to start dissolving. But this, it's much subtler energy. And one thing I always try to make sure that people know is you don't necessarily just do this externally. So you may be having that judgment and it may not be on those managers or those people. Those judgments are on you. You're doing that on yourself where you don't think you're good enough. You're holding yourself back or you may be falling into your victim or you're being really self-righteous or obnoxious or arrogant or ignorant. I think we all saw that during COVID with our different opinions. Oh, Don't you yeah. agree? Yeah, just slightly. You can just sort of see the different views and everyone's got their different narratives going on and you go, wow. wow. that was full on. Uh, yeah, but it's great. You know, I loved COVID and what I loved about it was the way that it showed us where our thinking was at. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say they loved COVID. <laughs> oh, well, that's had it pain. Yeah. But what we recognise in the pain is, wow, you know, it's like for me the first thing that came out of it was, wow, look how much deceit and lies were going on in the world. And so then I use the mirror work here and I look, wow, Doug, where are you being deceitful and lying? You may not be doing it externally, but you're doing it internally. Where aren't you showing up? Where are you, say, maybe not going after your goals? Where are you not being in that relationship you want to be in? Where are you not being healthy? And you're going, oh, but it's all right, I'm doing this. And, and, and you look at it and you go, oh, my God, and you start catching it. And why I said I loved it is because it drew it to the surface. It certainly did, yeah. And that's a powerful way to think about it instead mm. of going into that victim mindset. Yeah, And the good thing about it, it rolls us right back into the next mirror, in the mirror of... The dark night of the soul, which a lot of us experienced, including myself and you. I've I've been lucky enough to have a few dances with this. Mm, Me too. (laughs) Yeah, and the dark night, just because it's called the dark night of the soul, don't fear it. What it is, is it's your soul is wanting to go to the next level of consciousness or the evolution that you're wanting to step into. And, you know, it's a bit like a crayfish. When they outgrow their shell, they have to release it. And this is what it is. And, and that's a nice way of putting it, but when you're going through the dark night... It's you, not that good. <laughs> it's not it that doesn't pleasant. feel like that. It's not pleasant. Mm. And my example is with the butterfly. So you're in the cocoon, mm. so you're a caterpillar, then you go into the cocoon and you feel like you can't get out of the cocoon, but you manage to break free and then you become a beautiful butterfly yeah. that gets to experience flight mm. and seeing the world in a very different way. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And this is what the dark night of the soul is about, you know, because I can go into this in so much depth and how it unravels, but the the thing that I want you guys to get in this short period of time that I've got with you is to recognise, you know, where you may have experienced it. And like Karen was just saying with the COVID, you know, people lost their jobs. You were getting told what you could do or what you couldn't do. You were being pushed into positions where things just weren't working. And there was the breakdown of the old and this is where the dark night of the soul comes up. It's a breakdown of the old way of being. As it happens, there's two stages of the dark night that you've got to be aware of. And you can't, you know, I put my hand up here. I tried to bust through the first one, tried to do it with my mind, and it just doesn't work. And my teachers at the time, they said, Doug, you, you have to allow yourself. And the key is to let go and surrender 
to the unraveling of the dynamic of what happens. And as Karen said with the butterfly, when the caterpillar goes into the chrysalis, the caterpillar is going through a stage of, it's almost like it's dying. Mm -hmm. And at some stage, there is a, a trigger that happens in the genetics and then it becomes the butterfly. Easier said than done. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. you agree? <laughs> yeah. But on the other side, oh, I could do that any day oh, of the exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'd be able to do it again for yeah. sure. Yeah, but, you know, when you're in the depth and the mud's up to your eyeballs, you're and you're angry or you're you just got energy going in all directions and, and you're hanging on for dear life because you don't want your old way of being to let go and you're frustrated and you're fighting. And then one day it's like you get a tap on the head from spirit or your higher self or your the love inside of you and you just let go. And all of a sudden there's peace. It's beautiful. Yeah, mm. it is. But we can't do it from our mind, our egoic mind of saying, oh, yeah, I've let go. Yeah, I've let go now. Oh, that doesn't bother me anymore. And then <laughs> someone looks you off at a family member and say, really? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to learn that lesson again? <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. I just giggle with it because I, yeah, I've been through so many times and helped so many people through it. And there's so much depth of what actually happens on that level because you have to forgive. And quite often you get... I call them demons, but they're not really demons. They're the thought processes or nightmares in your mind that come through that. Things that just haven't been working. And you've got to be able to step into them with love. And that's the first stage. The first stage is the breaking down of the old structures. And that can happen in many ways. It can be financial, can be relationship-wise, can be health-wise. And it's the breaking down. And in the surrendering, it's like we pop like a grape. And then there is the transformation where we start rebuilding and going again and this is like the butterfly coming out anew and you begin to step into the unknown because you know the little old caterpillar didn't know how to fly and now all of a sudden there's a butterfly it's gonna fly mm. and you used the word rebirth yes. which is really powerful i think yes mm. and it is you know a dark night of the soul can be very short or can last a couple of years it depends on how stubborn we are and we won't <laughs> let go. But, you know, through my experience of watching people go through it, you know, some of them had some really big experiences. So that's a touching on the uh, dark night and these three mirrors play out in our life everywhere. And you may be experiencing a gentle dark night of the soul or something like that where when you're at work and your organisation or your business or something's going on and it's just it's just not working anymore. No matter what you're doing, it just doesn't work. It's no matter, you always had the system that you just did A, B, C, D and you got the result. Now you try it and no matter what you try to do, it just doesn't work. And this is a breakdown of that old energy that, no, no, you're moving beyond that now. You need to see what else is out there. It's like you're the crayfish, your shell doesn't fit anymore and you have to be able to let it go. Beautiful. Love it. Now, through my experience, and I'm sure everyone else's, the ego seems to pop up when you're <laughs> trying to do these, I don't know, life-changing energy scenarios, whether it's any of those three. So when the ego or there's resistance that mm -hmm. comes up, have you got an exercise for us today that might be able to help us move through that? 
Yeah, definitely. And this is a great point that Karen makes is about the ego. How my first teacher, when I, you know, started this many years ago, he says, you know, we've got to get rid of the ego. We've got to stomp it. And, and we were like stomping on it and, <laughs> and just bashing the living daylights out of it. But the ego is not a bad thing. It's your friend. It's part of who you are. But it's got a, a bad rap, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I always thought it was a negative as yeah. well. The ego is a, an amazing servant but a lousy master. And when we recognise that it's been running the house and the only reason it's been running your vehicle is because you haven't been there. You know, you've been out on holiday, you've been wherever, and the ego's just going, yeah, let's do this, and getting you into all sorts of trouble. <laughs> but the thing that we look at it, we go, okay, so the ego triggers for resistance. And you know a good way to find out whether it's your ego, because your ego will be asking you, how is it? How am I doing? How do I look? What's going on? That <laughs> tends to be the ego's voice because people go, oh, how do I know I'm in my ego or how do I know whether I'm in wholeness or in spirit or in my peace? And you go, well, just listen to that because you'll be asking for how you fit in, how do you look, how do you this, how do you that. That's where it tends to be showing up because the essence of you and the wholeness of you just sits in peace and love. And as Karen asked the question there, the way to find this and the way to let go of the resistance if you find yourself caught here is ask the question, what's the truth? What's the truth? So you've got a problem going on or you've got some conflict in your life going on or the ego's going, rah, and you just ask it, what's the truth? And then pause and listen for the answer. Now, the ego will go, oh, well, it's this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that's just what it does. So we're not looking for that. And it's not your truth, because a lot of people go, oh, yeah, my truth, I'm going to speak my truth. Yeah, you're talking ego. Yeah, it's a perception that you see. It's a narrative that you're running. Do you need to be in a meditation sort of state? Not necessarily, but I'm going to help show you how to do it. But my clients do this all the time and they'll come to me for conflict and I'll go, okay, so what's the truth? What's the truth? And they go, it's blah, blah, blah. And then they just, because they work with me and they just know to keep letting go, letting go, letting go. And then boom, their intuition, their wholeness, their knowingness pops through. Okay, there you are. And what you're looking for, I'll give you a hint here. What you're looking for, it shows up as either just pure light, peace, or just love. There will be no big story because our consciousness and our essence of who we are doesn't have to say a lot. It's just there. And you guys have all experienced it, and I bet you you can experience it now while you're sitting here listening to it. And what we do here is you just get yourself some little resistance that's going on in your life. And much like I said with the mirror work, it's like turning the switch on, turning the light on. You go into the dark room, and you ask the question, what's the truth? And as you go into it and you step in, that's it, that's it, just go in. And what you'll do is you'll feel in your heart or your chest, you'll just feel it opens. And there'll be all this craziness on the outside and that's just all the resistance and all the energy going on in the world, on your life. But you just come back to the piece in the middle and go, what's the truth? What's the truth? And what you're doing is you're actually coming back into presence. But when we go there and you go, ah. Oh, and then the problem or the conflict that you had in the life or the resistance that you had in your life, what happens to it here is all of a sudden it quietens and goes into the background and then you just get this knowingness or this little voice inside of you or you may see a symbol of what to do. And then you just follow it. 
there you go. You see, you see how you quieten? You know, just quieten, there you go. This doesn't got to take a long time. You can do it quite easily. You can do it while you're walking. You know, sometimes I'll go for a run and I'll have a problem in my head or something's going on, I'll go, hmm, need to sort this out. So I go and I start running and I just keep asking the question, what's the truth? What's the truth? And as I keep running, I just get more and more into this deeper state. Next thing I'm back and I've done a 5K run and I've got no problem, so it's great. You know, it's just a beautiful way of being. But the thing that you look at, you know, you could be sitting in a class, you could be at uni and you're thinking that you're not being able to understand everything, but you go, no, no, what's the truth? And all of a sudden you'll feel this sweet peace inside of yourself. And it's just that nice feeling. What that is, that's you. And when you get there and you get used to sitting there, that's the truth. And the thing is, you're bigger than any of the problems. That's it, you got it there. There, you just sit there. It's yumbo, eh? <laughs> then that's where we like to live. And this is where Karen's mastered is coming and sitting in this place. And then... Like in her business, she makes her decisions from this place. And this is one of the big things I teach clients. You make your decision from here. You, you make your choices from here. And when you're in this place, there's no separation. Because the thing about the ego, it causes separation in you. You know when you get angry at someone, and this is where the mirror work helps a lot too. If you've got anger at someone, a tip, you must first place that anger on yourself to be angry at them. And that causes a separation inside of you and causes the pain and the hurt that you feel in that energy. So you ask the question, what's the truth? Well, the truth is I'm love. That anger is my separation of my projection of, I don't like you. And you know it's not true. It's just a story in your program. And as you watch it, it dissolves in the room and then it just lets go. And then you look at them and you just see, I don't know, the Buddha or just pure love. And you go, I was mad with you. How come I'm not mad with you anymore? And it's just dissolved. Ah, nice and calm in this room <laughs> right now. I always feel so much lighter when I spend my time with you and uh, absolutely gorgeous. So I'm sure that you have enjoyed this episode. And as I said, can't wait for you to get to know Doug even more because he'll be one of my regulars this year. And if you are interested in finding out more about what Doug does, I'm going to give you his website now. It is douglaspeacock.com. And there's options actually there for a free 30-minute discovery call with him, which is really very generous because, you know, a lot of people will sort of do 15 minutes. So 30 minutes is a beautiful time to spend with him and he'll be able to find any blocks that are holding you back or, to be honest, like I'd need an hour just to explain all the things that he could help you with. So... We will go into that in more detail down the track. So thank you so much. I'm nice and calm. Thank you, Doug. A 
as you might be aware, we were actually hacked by cyber bullies online a few years ago and we've rebranded from Big Sis Australia into the Big Sis movement. If you do listen to any of the earlier episodes, you may actually hear the old name, so don't worry if you do. But for our current social media platforms, you'll find us under the Big Sis movement. See you there for cool behind-the-scenes content and chances to win fun monthly prizes. Prizes.